time. Um, yeah, is it? Is it time? Well, I mean, it's time for Veronica to relax a little bit. Five. Four. Three. Two. Two. And a one. One. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Come Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Whoa! <laughs> welcome. Back, listeners, thank you for joining in on episode five of the Happy Hour in this season four. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. My name is David Ojam. I'm we at Metal02, excuse me, on Twitter.com. And I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello. I'm at H I V E R H U I T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the happy hour at happyhour on twitter.com and happyhourpod on Instagram. I have to find another picture of us all together to post on Instagram. This is going to become a problem very Just soon. Photoshop. Yeah, I know. The next, <laughs> maybe Just I might. Selfish, selfish. I'm going to have to do like some really bad paint program. Oh no. So, or I, don't, I don't think I have it in me. Do like the one from the time you and I went to Montreal together and then the time that you and Veronica went to Montreal together and just like put those yeah, together. We I have could... good ones with Jess and Christina. Oh, we yeah. Do. Yeah. You yeah. might have to ask their permission or not. Or not. Or just not. Tag them. We don't have to. We can tag them. They can. It's our property. We can um... do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, half phone. the time I took the damn picture. But yeah. <laughs> And we have photos from our uh, 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 dinner at McLean's Pub. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we've got lots of photos. Yeah, but that's only going to last like another 10 episodes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll figure out something. Either way, another week has passed and nothing significant happened outside of hockey or in Habs hockey, as we all know. Um, very little news out of Habs camp. That's not to say training no. camp in any way but just uh habs in general don't um, get excited. yeah don't get excited but we do have some tidbits to talk about beth is the expert on the scene this week oh man um who has uh, some of that uh though i want to uh circumvent this and mention this one story about the covid alert app that the habs been touting get it get it covid is worse than ever before not only in America, but also in dear, loving Quebec and Canada in general. So uh, get the app. Uh, you already have a smartphone. The government knows where you are, who you are, who you see, who you talk to. They know everything about you. Live in fear. Just get the app. You already know. <laughs> yeah, they already know. Um, and also, it's, it's still very important. People might be tired of it. But oh yeah. Wash your hands, sanitize, oh. don't touch your face. Anything that comes into your house from the outside, sanitize it. I yep. just scratched my nose. Oh my <gasps> god. And breathed in. Do you have clean hands? Yes, I have okay. hands of like pearl. Okay. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> you are very pale. Uh anyway, so yeah, okay, compared to you guys, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, you can't be lovely and brown like us. My word. I go out into the sun and then I just become like, I don't want to use lobster. lobster. I, I become like a fire truck. 
<laughs> just send me in, folks. But yeah, no, it's 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 such a it's so depressing that it's still as awful as it is. Even in New York, cases are on the rise. Um, more than a thousand people are in a hospital in New York because of this. Uh, cases have been going up. For the longest time, New York was very proud of remaining under the 1% positive test rate. That's now crescendoing over 2% in mm. the past month. And, uh, I mean, it's it's in particular spots of New York. Not even New York City, mind you. Like out uh, Buffalo Way and then just outside of the city. And then just Dave, the city. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't have cases. If you didn't test. <laughs> um, I mean, that is true. That's true. That is true. The Cases don't exist. The, 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 the logic behind that is sound. <laughs> that if we did not test, we wouldn't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> so maybe it's for the better. But um, more testing actually is super great. Yes. Now, to kind of, wow, piggyback on this. Uh, we had the news today from Pfizer saying that they have a quote-unquote vaccine that's quote-unquote 90% effective. That's quote-unquote going to be ready by the end of the year, quote-unquote. Uh, but not for cool. not for mass distribution. That's right. Only for, you know, people that matter. Yeah. Like celebrities. and. <laughs> <laughs> no, like frontline workers, the most um, at risk. Like Dr. House. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, no. That's, I think that that's that's what uh, Joe touted when he was at the debates. Yes, that's one President of the things. Joe. That then, and then, uh, oh yeah, yeah, President Elect Joe Biden. Yes. That was the thing that did not happen the past week that I didn't mention. But yes, thank you to everyone that voted, by the way. Yes. That voted for, yeah, for Joe. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yes. And uh, he already has names of a COVID task force that he put together today. Mm -hmm. uh, that includes, remember uh, Robert Bright, I think his name is, the guy that was fired for being a whistleblower for the Trump yeah. organization? He's a part of Biden's task force. Good. Oh, nice. Yes. Further to that, um, yeah, he mentioned uh, there's going to be a federal mandate for wearing a mask, and uh, the whole PPE situation is going to be the first thing that he looks at. So, good. It's, it was such a weird thing getting a tweet from the transition team account, which there is one, oh. that had a full summary of the plan with zero garbage. Just yeah. bullet points, done. And they and he said also in a in remarks today that the winter is going to be incredibly tough. Yeah. Not that it was going to be gone tomorrow. Not to use bleach. Not to use UV rays. No nonsense. Done. By the way, that's all the gushing I'm going to do because it's so strange to have a mediocre yet hopeful yet tactful president elect mediocre that is um i was a uh, painting with broad brushstrokes because he's a person that i don't want to talk about every day no exactly. i don't i don't want to <laughs> you mean think hum, about like it boring ever. like dull like just yes. do your job and good to i meant good to like not have to wonder about you middle management mediocre right i need a guy to say yes or no to people and then yeah. do stuff yeah that's right 
That's what I meant. Okay. Correct. Yes. So that's uh, that's the uh, the COVID alert uh, summary. There we go. That's all I wanted to say about it. Yeah, get the app. Yep. Yeah. Get the app, please. I have it's... two COVID apps, New York and the one that Apple made. Cool. And I, uh, cool. I update them every other day when I'm feeling bored. I went uh, to get I went to get the Canada one, even Can though I've been largely avoiding. Like I don't I'm, I haven't been had haven't been to a single gathering mm -hmm. since March 13th. But um, somebody told me that that it didn't work in BC, so I didn't bother. But anyway, everywhere I go, there's contact tracing. You got to give your information. Perfect. Um, everywhere I go. So it's interesting because um, my hairdresser. I finally got my hair cut at few weeks back she's from korea uh born and raised in korea oh, she's she's been no. in canada for only about four or five years this and so i was telling her you know we were catching up about you know everything since the last time we we spoke and she i you know i said to her you know how's your family doing in korea and she's like they're fine and i'm like oh yeah of course they're <laughs> fine they're oh. the ones who are like the best off but she says that they've been doing this forever masks and sanitizing they've been just doing it forever like before covid yep yeah yeah it's just normal yep yeah it sounds about so right. when it came time like there was virus people headed to their houses and took it seriously and then boom it was gone yeah interesting how that works out weird hmm. kind of weird peculiar huh. at best she's great i love her not not quite flummoxing, but yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad she's great. Yeah, it's a way of life. And I just feel like it's going to be our, our way of life for a long time. Yeah, I'm anticipating the summer, if not the spring. At least. Oh, no. Summer at the earliest. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to have two COVID birthdays. Awesome. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> you <laughs> garbage, feckless. Well, up here, it's not our leadership. It's our citizens. Well, that too. We're However, kind of a yeah. Oh, wait a second. Let me. Uh, Twelve twenty-eight. Justin Trudeau has been telling us every day since since February. Every day. This thing's not going away. You got to take it seriously. This is what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Be kind. Mm -hmm. Rewind. Rewind. For those that uh that understand. Oh my God. Oh my God! Remember that was so fun going to Blockbuster. It was so fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> and when a copy of your favorite movie, the one that you were there for, was there. Mm. So awesome. <laughs> I have a I have a recurring dream. Oh really? What happened? Yeah, that I have videotapes that I haven't returned. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you. Do you even have a VCR in your home? No. I don't. Oh shoot! Neither like do videotapes. I. Like I'm talking. Like these are late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I have that recurring dream, and also the one about showing up at high school and it's final exam time, and I realize I haven't been there all year. Oh, that's a really that's a normal good one. one, isn't it? Yeah, that's more like either that or like you forgot to wear pants or something. Right. Yep. Oops. I yep. I forgot to dress on my bottom half. <laughs> I keep having dreams that I'm I didn't do my math homework. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't had a math class since the second semester of my freshman year of college. <laughs> oh wow. 
you guys have such like normal dreams. I'm not trying no, to... not usually. Oh, Just what that did one. I have the other day? I'm trying to recall a dream that I had like either during my nap today or last night, and it was just like, what happened? I don't remember, of course, but. <gasps> oh my god! Ugh. I had one the other night that um, I lost my phone. Oh. And it was the worst thing ever. God. And somebody gave me a loner that was like a flip phone. Oh my and god! It was just the worst. It was just the worst. And then I was on. Um, I was going to get it, so I got onto this like SkyTrain that took me to the airport in Chile. Ooh. And then I skipped a stop, and I had to go anyway. It was this whole thing. When I woke up, I was like, "Oh my god, my phone's right there." It was just a dream. <laughs> it was, oh my God. Dreams are weird. It now. Dreams are weird. Yeah. It's like Sorry. The Don't psychoanalyze have... me, anybody who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if the, the brain's trying to have fun. Yeah. It's like party for, time. For whatever reason. Party time. And I have another one, if you if you will indulge me. It's really quick. Sure. And this you one happens all the time. Zero news. It's... <laughs> It's about a house. It's about a big, beautiful house. It's always the same one. I don't know where it is. I somehow managed to afford it. And when it comes moving day, I realized I haven't booked the movers. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) But it's the biggest, greatest house that one day if I win the lottery, I'm going to find that house and live there. It's got big views and like a awesome attic like living space and it's just amazing like but big like sky mountain views and all that stuff but yeah i forgot to book the movers every time man all your dreams sound like sitcoms (laughs) (laughs) okay no more dreams those were good i like those i'm trying to think um What's next there? I it's think, always the same house, and I've never seen it in real life. Isn't that weird? I mean, it must have. Isn't it in BC? It has to be. You know, mountain it, it is. It feels like North Burnaby-ish to me. Or uh-huh. maybe like Belcara, kind of. Hey, if anyone can look into this for us, please. Please. Yeah, if you're a realtor, that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Put an end to this nightmare. That <laughs> <laughs> keeps reoccurring. <laughs> Uh, um the covid app yeah so and at the very least wear your mask wash your hands do all that stuff because this this is good this is about to get bad i hate to always yeah. say it but i'm always right i think it will, will, what was said that there's over nine million people in the united states that have covid like a positive case yep it's either that or a million I found out today that a relative of mine has it. Oh. She's fine. Okay, good. She's okay. She's well, not she's doing she's doing well. She's doing well. Um, but yeah, it's Please wear wear a mask. Don't go out unless you have to. If you are able to order groceries, if you can afford to order groceries and tip, please do so. If you cannot, wear a mask, wash your hands. Stay away yeah. from people. Just uh, just the uh, the bare minimum of human decency is Please. all we ask. It's not hard. Yeah, it is uh not difficult in any way, shape, or form. 
kids like, do it. Kids got no problem. Yep. Uh, and children are really dumb most days. No. I, well, come on. I know. I was mean last week when I talked about the COVID germy children. Oh. <laughs> but they still are happy to wear their masks and do all that stuff. They are. They just go to school and hug and lick each other and do all <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. I don't. Do Naturally. I don't anybody at the <laughs> I kind I'm of exaggerating. Off. I got in really big trouble. <gasps> For, for licking somebody? someone. No, because I cut a girl's hair. <gasps> no, but, she, okay, listen. She asked me to, and it was just the end of her pigtail. It wasn't like I chopped off her pigtail. I just gave her a tiny trim. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I oh. had the hair in my pocket. It was literally, like, a quarter of an inch. But Did I you have a reckoning with that child's mother? <laughs> yeah, it was my best friend. <laughs> it was my best friend. My mom, like, my mom yelled at me. Her mom was nicer about it, but, like, my mom was, like, <laughs> My, I think my mom, like, I think her mom heard my mom yell at me or something, and she was like, like, I'm mad about it, but, like, it's it's okay. Like, because I, I literally, it was not, like, anything significant, but I'm now But it would there. require fixing. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. hairdresser, so. No, no. I was also in, like, second grade, grade two. Oh, my mm. God. The, um. The day after my first day of kindergarten, I think I've mentioned this story before in a previous episode, <laughs> but um, I was um, I was accosted by my grandmother to get out of bed, and I was like, I have to go again. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally verbatim. That's not even a dream or like a thing that I saw somewhere. That is a you reoccurring. You haven't told me that story before. That is a reoccurring story at like family. <laughs> I just know about the first day with your Babar backpack. Yes. That's it was hilarious. The, it, was the, it was the day after that. I was like, oh I have to God. go back. <laughs> it was like it, it was almost like the same thing with a Sunday school where oh I was God. like, I have six days of school. What is this crap? How come the I know. other person doesn't have to do that? Bullshit. Like, David, that person's Jewish. I'm like, I don't care what ish they are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Quite quite That's a reckoning fun. for five or six year old David Auger. David Auger, I gotta go back. <laughs> and that's when the real life started. That's gonna be on your tombstone. Yeah. I, go I gotta go back. <laughs> I love oh, Mrs. Reynolds class though. I got to draw triceratopses and work on my letters and everything, and I got to watch my friend uh, Ashley Christofferson try to spell her name I'd be like ha ha ha, ha, ha. you can't <laughs> oh spell. my god you'd always use have... a c instead of a k and I'm like ha ha ha, ha. Yeah. when my I have a memory too of kindergarten and it was so I still didn't really speak English I only spoke Spanish <laughs> You're one and of I those kind guys. of I kind of <laughs> I kind of pretended to speak English so I would just speak gibberish because that's what it sounded like to me <laughs> but my mom like I came home one day from playing with the kids and I'd be like blah, 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 are we, are we, are we? and they, my mom was like what are you talking about I'm like I'm speaking English but at um first day, she took me to meet my kindergarten teacher before classes like before the school year yeah and she was teacher. so nice pardon I said, yeah, meet the teacher. Yeah, yeah, meet the teacher. Mrs. Harris was the nicest teacher. Um, and so she and my mom were talking, 
And so I kind of wandered around the class and I got into this like this trunk. I opened it and there was all kinds of costumes and stuff inside. And then she said, Veronica. And I was like, <gasps> I was like terrified that I was going to get in trouble, that I was snooping in her like stuff. Aww. But yeah, she, I remember she said something to me in Spanish mm. and I just sat there like, I'm supposed to speak English. What do I say to her? She's speaking to me in Spanish. Doesn't she know that I'm supposed to speak English? That's Aww. I remember. I remember that. I remember that. That's, That's cool, pretty cool, though. Clear as day. She was uh, so nice. <sighs> Just a great the only, teacher. The only other story I have of my childhood, again, <laughs> something else that I think I mentioned on the podcast in passing or in DMs, was uh, the fact that I had to go to five years of speech therapy because my Franglish. Yes, you have mentioned. Okay. Yes. Nobody could understand me in preschool. And in kindergarten, people were like, something's not right with this boy. Oh. And, uh, oh. <laughs> um, and everything was right with you. And in reality, it's problem. like, I just, I remember sitting in like the, the remedial class, you know, with the kids that like couldn't do stuff, you know, like put square pegs and round holes. They were doing that thing. So I'd be like putting blocks where they have to go. And I'd be putting like colors together where they're supposed to go. And they'd be like, what the hell is, why isn't this kid speaking? And they're like, oh, he lives with that Quebec family. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, uh, I his could problem not... is he's multilingual. Not a bad problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a horrid uh, mixture of French and English that had to be beaten out of me, which oh, is why man. now I have such incredible non-regional diction. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> I didn't have any speech. I didn't have any language issues. But in kindergarten, there was a little girl. I remember her name. Her name was Charlotte. And she was from oh. England. And she had an accent. But none of us oh. had ever, like, heard an English accent before. And so we were fascinated. Of course. By, like, her accent. And so we, like, asked her to say stuff. <laughs> so, like, whenever it's free time, we'd, we'd be playing, like, house or whatever with, or with <laughs> different stuff. Or with like, you remember those giant foam puzzles that with like, yes, like foot by a foot piece. Yes, and it's a square. We play, you playing with those, and then we just be like, Charlotte, say Humpty Dumpty or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> because we did, we never heard a voice like that before, and she went, she thought it was great. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I oh, that is awesome. Like too, which is weird. You what? I remember what she looked like. She was yeah. um. She was brown like us, Veronica, and then she had this like curly brown hair, but it was like a light brown. She was really cute, mm. like just like like a doll. She looked like a doll, like a doll, like a doll. Yeah. Evening, governor. You should just did <laughs> all day. <laughs> pip pip cheerio. <laughs> pip pip scone tea. <laughs> Mind the trolley. <laughs> Tea cozy for your pepper pot, perhaps. I hope none of our British listeners are wondering. We don't have trolleys. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the line from um, Faulty Towers. Oh my God, Basil yes. Faulty. Yeah, that, that just brought back. I want that painting hung up. <laughs> awful memories. I oh. had a roommate in college that was the roommate that nobody wanted to have. And I didn't realize oh, no. that until like probably a too late week into living together. 
that guy, he was so proud of his pirated DVD collection. <laughs> like, that's what he did in his spare time, is that he found movies, burnt them to DVD, and, like, stuffed them into the not-extensive closet that we had in those rooms. <laughs> it was just a monolith of CDs, or DVDs, oh, rather, at the time. And um, Faulty Towers was his favorite show. And I think, and I the thing is, I don't even recall one episode, but it was on all the time. Oh. It's on Netflix now if you want to watch it. Dave. I don't. You <laughs> should watch it. I Dave. do not at all. And maybe that's why you've never seen A Fish Called Wanda, which I find just a crime. There's um, There were things about this particular person that were, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. Nope, nope. Nope, okay. nope. We were all, uh, we, we, so you're not supposed to drink in dorms. And this was a co-ed dorm, by the way. <laughs> and you weren't supposed to drink in them or any dorm at that. But we were caught one day and we had to dump, quote unquote, dump all over the alcohol and the sinks in the bathrooms, mm. which turned into a huge binge fest. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. We, dump down your throat. We were just <laughs> silly is like kind of like understating it anyway we get called into the dorm master man whatever they the call RA? those people well no not whoever's above oh. the ra oh like the housing officer yeah, yeah cool so we all got like in big trouble saying that they'll kick us out and blah 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 and my roommate's sitting there with the rest of us and he's like i just want to make it clear that i had nothing to do with any of this <laughs> this was all these guys faults like it was oh that it was it was he was one Lame. of those guys now he okay. did not drink at all, but still but, lame. Yeah, there's lame. the yeah yeah. So he's the a code. Oh my god, what a freaking yeah. I that was one person I never wanted to remember ever in my life. Oh, as soon as okay. at Faulty Towers, I didn't even know the name of the show, but just the sound of the name of it, Faulty Towers, triggered all of these repressed memories that I've had buried. Deep in my soul. Wow. For the past 11 years. Wow. Damn, that sucks. You're welcome. That does suck because you're missing out. Yeah, it's a great show. He's, he's, <sighs> at first that I thought he was cool because it's such a good show. But now I think he's lame. So what happens is that um, the Habs announced loaning Josh Brooke to the Creffield Penguin team. Penguin. Penguin. That's plural penguins. Mm, in German. In German. Wow. Sorry, D, in advance for our pronunciation. <laughs> Ooh, I, I wonder if you say it in German. I suck at speaking German. My exposure was very limited as a child. But I did have... Deutsch. <laughs> Deutsch. <laughs> yes. Um, and as Dave was saying earlier before we recorded... Um, the situation looks to be similar to that of Kokaniemi's uh, uh, with Pori, as um, the Penguin are not very good. Um, in their last six seasons, they have scored fewer than um, 80 points in um, 52 games. Um, oh! Yeah. So. Okay. Let me wait, wait, wait. I want to, I want to, I want to zero in on this. So, is that they have 52 game seasons? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And in, in neither, in neither in of last, those seasons, they've 
exceeded the 80 point margin correct and the 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 oh. most recent and the, okay, like the last, goals no points and it's two points per game i am like here assuming i don't know um okay. wikipedia does not tell me i this. said i didn't want to do math <laughs> but i'm trying to figure this Sorry. out um but penguin uh, penguin um penguin penguin 2004, the 2014-2015 season, they scored 76 points, and that was the highest. Down. That was the highest uh, amount of points they scored in the last six seasons. Well, uh, bon voyage, Josh. <laughs> so, or rather, but... off Venusane. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Um, and their colors are the same as the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hmm. And they have some fun logos. If you if you Google their if you Google the team, and um, look at their logos, they have some so much fun. Some fun logos. Yeah, they um they have and they've been around for almost a hundred years. They're founded in 1936, and then they joined the Deutsche Ice Hockey Liga in 1994. Oh wow! Oh my God! Yeah. I wonder they're so bad. They're new. I went to Google it, and there's a story about a gay German penguins. I dropped an egg at the zoo in Berlin. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Oh, my God. Did you wow. just Google German penguins? Yeah. This is like a Parks Rec <laughs> episode. Because <laughs> that literally happened in Parks and Rec. Really? This is, story is from August of 2019. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So it must have hatched by now. Incredible. Oh, no. Oh, Yes. The gay penguins in Berlin adopted an egg after trying to hatch a stone. Wow. Aww. And so they, they got wondering, an like, egg. What the hell's wrong with this what, egg? And why isn't it cracking? <laughs> Where's, on, the where's the baby? baby? Let's go, baby. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> Shiza. Show me the baby. I'm not censoring that, by the way. No. I shout. It's the Can you hear my stomach grumbling? Oh my no. God, no, what? Okay. no, of course not. We're not using like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like ultrasound? <laughs> We're just going to zero in on Veronica. Oh, it's Veronica so loud. Right now. Cool. Uh, so congratulations to uh, Josh Brock. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, Germany's awesome. Have some schnitzel. Germany is awesome. I had a friend who lived in Stuttgart for a while, and she said, they said, I'm sorry, they said that it was really awesome. It awesome. seems so romantic. It's so yeah, I don't know, something German. And something German is German. not an ugly language. Y'all are just No, it dumb. is not. I agree. I love German. I also like Russian. People think Russian's an yes. ugly Yes! Not at all. If you think Russian's an ugly language, you need to watch the Americans. You should watch the Americans anyway. But... Russian's not an ugly language. Neither is German. Get some culture. Eat some schnitzel. Mm. Oh, no, no. Eat some, uh, some spatzel. Spatzel. Spatzel's spatzel. is the best. Oh, I could just eat a tub of spatzel right and now. And some Stalin. Mm. We've talked about this before. What's spatzel again? Is it like a sausage thing? No, it's a potato. It's a potato. Right? Yeah. Potato. Spatzel. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, 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 I could put them in the, the special thing. I'm having wiggle it around. 
it drips down. Special and then it, thing, wiggle it around, it yep, drips yep, down. Yep, and then they, they fry it, it's sort of, kind of, and then they, they take it out of the thing and put it on your plate, and you're like, oh, God, thank you. This is the best. That's <laughs> all. So, I don't know uh, any German restaurants around here. I miss the beer garden. Thanks oh, to COVID. Oh, anyway, Lord. I'm fine. Yeah, you should have sushi oh. everywhere you look. No German food. Yelled. There. My grandmother used to make, because she, her, her parents were German, she used to make with, like, almost like every plate, the cooked red cabbage. Mm. Oh, it is so good. Veronica, there are three, at least three German restaurants in Vancouver. Where are they? There's one on Victoria Drive, one on Granville Street, uh, one in North Vancouver. It's not telling me the story. I just Googled German restaurant Vancouver. This, I should this, have thought of that. This one, okay. it's called Deutsches Haus um, on Victoria Drive. It's got... That means German house. It's got four and a half <laughs> stars on Google. Is house spelled like house? H-A-U-S, yes. Yes! <laughs> What kind of beer do they have? I bet they have... um... Leuvenbroi. Probably. Oh, my God. There's a German deli. They've got pierogies. Oh. Don't tell the Ukrainians. Oh, that's in the the Granville Island Public Market. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Okay, I know where... Okay, I know where you're talking about. It's kind of like this... Like the, the, the market there in Montreal... Where it's like an indoor market. Okay. That's that's like a Granville. What is it called? Our friend uh, Sean Gordon led me there to go. Like he pointed me in that direction when I was looking for decent food in Montreal. Oh, we've got a growler over here. That's lucky. That's not my son. Oh, why are you um, mad? I thought it was a car going by. It's <laughs> lucky. She growls like a lion. What is she um, mad about? She's, she's mad because I'm... When I'm on the podcast, I have excited voice. Oh. And I reserve excited voice her. for her. Oh. No. <laughs> and so she's like, what is going on? You're using the voice and you're not paying attention to me. Yeah. So that's why she gets oh, mad every time I get on the podcast. Um, okay. German restaurant, North Vancouver. Okay. I want to check this out. Um, yeah, but I should try making that stuff. I should try making it for yeah. myself. Yeah. The it's one only, that it's looks... only boiling cabbage. No, but there's something else to it. It's just delicious, and it has to be just right. It has to mm-hmm. be just right. I've literally never made it for myself. Jagerhof. Mm. That's the one in North Van? Yeah. Oh, that looks good. Okay, enough about food. Yeah. Sorry. Now, hockey. Let's move on to something so much more uh, happy and whatnot. November is Hockey Fights Cancer Month, and even though the NHL is not playing, they are still uh, putting out initiatives to help the cause. The Habs, in particular, employed none other than Brendan Gallagher to be somebody on Cameo that you can request stuff from. And I think we already mentioned Cameo last week, of course. Yeah, we did that last but, week. But uh, all the proceeds go to Hockey Fights Cancer. And I utilized this service by uh, uh, requesting that Brendan Gallagher say a belated happy birthday to a friend of mine on the Rensselaer Rejects 
who is an <laughs> avid Boston Bruins fan, an avid Habs hater, and his least <laughs> favorite player in the league is Brendan Gallagher. <laughs> so naturally, this worked out excellently. That's and, uh, awesome. This friend appreciated it, and now Brendan Gallagher is his favorite Hab. But given that it is his least favorite team in the world, across all sports, <laughs> this doesn't say much. But it was a That's, good laugh. But it's a good cause. I don't so, yeah. laugh. So okay. again, um, check out Cameo and, uh, you know, do all that stuff. Yeah. That's it's that. It's pretty affordable. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Awesome. It is awesome. Possum. You say possum? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I only have one more hab story, and then we can go into um, hysterics. I got two. Oh, really? Yeah, what do you got? Okay. The one thing that I have are the urban beekeeping. Yeah, going the bees. Up on, going on top. The bees. The Not bees. The bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> so apparently there's a bee. Not the Bruins. It's literal bees. Yeah, not, not not the bee in spokes. Just literal bees that. You know, okay, like I saw bees. something about this. I have no idea what you're talking about. They make honey on the roof of the I Bell know. Center. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Currently. Yes. Right now it's right happening. Right now there are beehives on the Bell Center. I think there's two. Yeah, two hives. They were installed. They were installed in June. Um, and right now, because it's cold, there's only about thirty thousand in each hive. But that's all. <laughs> but no, but in the warmer months, it gets up to between fifty and sixty thousand. But and are they insulated? Like, is are are they under cover of any kind? They have wooden boxes that wooden, they, live. they have wooden hives that they live in. It's gonna get cold. Yeah, they're What's gonna, gonna happen they to those bees. They, I think they vibrate. Like they vibrate so they stay warm. Like they huddle together. Okay. I am not so, a biologist, so please don't. <laughs> but I know that bees can vibrate to be warm. They do that for predators too. They'll, they'll like vibrate around a, a, a predator, like a yeah, lot, and it'll make it explode because it's too hot, and then it'll die. And no, then they explode. and then they kick it out. They kick it out of the hive, and it's like just <laughs> under the threshold for the heat, the the temperature that the bees can handle, so the bees don't die. Just the um the and, enemy intruder. um and if you live in montreal um and you see a bee you might be seeing a bee from the bell center <gasps> as they can travel about five kilometers and they do so a lot to feed um in the different uh flora in mm -hmm. in that area around montreal and then they bring it back to the hive and they eat it or make honey with it um, and the Habs did this to, they partnered with Alveol, which I'm, I'm assuming that that's how you pronounce the name of this company. I did not take my own advice and look up how to pronounce this before we record it. I'm sorry. Um, but they are, their goal is to educate people about um, urban beekeeping and bees in general. And so they want um, to, they want people to come eventually and come and talk, look at the hives, inspect them um and see what's going on with the hives and meet the bees and whatever um so they can understand the importance of bees and how to um help bees at their own home so like like what they can plant like uh, like pollinator 
um, encouraging plants that they can have at home in their gardens and things like that. Um, and this company actually has 400 urban beehives in Montreal alone. So what you can do is that um, you can tell that it's going to be a, a, a bell center bee because they have tiny little. Half oh, no, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> They've got, you, they've got the barber pole jerseys. I'm reading it right here. <laughs> God. You just see a little um, blue ball rouge bee flying around. Leave them alone. <laughs> guys on a mission. Um, and so I, I'm the resident vegan. Um, but, and like, I, I personally do not eat honey, but I love bees and I appreciate bees and I encourage bees to do their thing. Um, and I actually got to hang out with a beekeeper once and talk to him about different stuff that they do with bees. And like, yeah, like, okay, bees, we know bees pollinate things and they make honey, but like learning up, learning stuff about bees and like the different things that they can eat and um, just like what different beekeepers do to facilitate a great life for their bees and how attached beekeepers get to their bees is really cool. So when COVID is over and if you have a chance to um, interact with this company, which actually is not just in Montreal, they have, they're in 14 cities throughout the U S and Canada. So Google that and see if there's somewhere near you, if you're not in Montreal, um, it's really cool. Like bees are really cool. Like they're not just little fuzzy uh, buttons that fly around there well, they are they are but they're really <laughs> cool they've got they've got a lot more going on than people think um and you can also um you can buy honey that is being per being produced on the bell center roof and there's actually plans for the bell center chefs to prepare food uh featuring the honey made on the roof honey Amazing. wings Oh my god, that'd be really cool. Oh my god. How are <laughs> hot dogs great. in honey? Uh, corn dogs. They they can make corn dogs oh. and put honey in the batter. All right, I'm sold. Um, <laughs> either way, um, I'm reading the article that the Habs put together for this, and the first sentence, man, it grabs you. This one might sting to hear. Oh but my god. But the Habs have chosen to host some black and gold bees on the roof of the Bell Centre this year. Have no fear, though, Canadians fans. The Boston Bruins won't be camping way up high on 1909 Avenue de Canadien Montreal anytime soon. Rather, the club has partnered with local urban beekeeping company, company Alveol, as Beth had mentioned, to host a pair of beehives atop the home of the Habs. That's so cool. Yeah, and there's so cool in this article. Excellent. Well. And that was the last thing I had. Yeah, uh, I we, have just a little. Yep. No, I already, I, I already talked was... about them. What? I already, you had I'm something done, back? Done. About what, Dave? I'm done with the bees. Oh, oh I thought. I... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was gonna say that there was um a small interview with um Alexandra Elaine and uh I keep forgetting his first name. Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the only part of that poor fella's name that I can remember at any given Raphael. time. Raphael. Raphael. Oh, he's he is a cool sounding guy. Yeah, yeah. So Raphael Harvey Pignard. 
Yes, and it was just that um, <laughs> um, they're both staying in Quebec. Um, Alexandra Elaine chose to stay in Quebec. Um, Harvey Pinard um, was recommended to go to uh, Blainville, or is it Blainville? Like, is it? I think it's Blainville. Blainville. Oh yeah, Blainville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by Joel Bouchard. Um, and he has been keeping in touch with uh, Francis Bouillon and Rob. Is it R- Ramage? R- Ramage. Ramage. I remember we discussed this the other week. Yeah. Oh, uh, th- uh, thanks to Ashley's dad. Yes, thank who, you, Ashley. Who, who played yeah. with him. Yeah. And when he listened to our podcast last week, he told Ashley to tell us how to say Ramage. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Um. Take they're all both the help we can get. Yes. Um, they're both uh, making home gyms. Um, Elaine, Alexander Elaine is in Quebec City. Um, so he's just got a home gym. And then Harvey Pinard is working out in Joel Teasdale's Joel backyard. And he said, he's like, we've got a stationary bike, some weights that my girlfriend and her aunt had. And we've got some other equipment and some balls and rugs. So we're trading pretty hard despite our limited setup. We're fine. Um, and they both said that even without uh, Bouchard telling them they should be ready for a training camp, regardless of what's going on, they're like, oh, we know. Like, we were, we plan to do that already. Um, Good. He didn't have to tell us that. Like, we plan on doing that. And this will be uh, Raphael Harvey Pernard's first rocket camp, and there's going to be a lot of competitions. So he says that he knows it's going to be a big challenge. There's a lot but, of um, upside to uh, Harvey Pinar, a lot of people, um, now when I say people, uh, this is uh, the royal people, meaning I can't say anybody at the moment, but I, if there was ever a name I see popping up every once in a while, it's uh, people are excited about the guys. Hopefully he has a good camp. Awesome. 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 I was just going to say quickly that there is still, there's still hope for the season to begin on Jan 1, <clears throat> the regular season. But I don't, I don't know how feasible that's looking at this stage. Um, the desire, I think that we mentioned last week, continues to be to have a full 82-game season. But if you're looking at, like, if you're looking at <clears throat> the AHL and starting in February, it's probably more than likely that the NHL is going to start in February, in which case there might be a shortened season, but that's still all just a topic of discussion and nobody knows anything yet. And yeah. COVID rules and that will dictate whatever happens. There it is. Yes. Fini. Mm-hmm. So we have questions. Yes, we do. We have a few questions. Let's see uh, what we can do here. Um, From at Spokes Gaming, uh, we have Jeff E. Jeff E., sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he mentions, read rumors of Montreal's interest uh, in Johnny Goudreau from Calgary. What's your thoughts on that? And who would we have to give up in order to take him on? Oh, man, that's a that would be a tall, tall order to get Johnny Goudreau. Oh man, mm-hmm. I, this is, I, I hate these scenarios. I can't think of anybody that I want to part with. It's just. Well, it's. I mean, to get somebody like Johnny. Oh my yeah. God, uh Johnny Hockey. That'd be. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, this is off the top of my head. I would like the it, source it, of these rumors. It'd be the yeah, right. <laughs> it'd be like um at least a first and somebody like Nick Suzuki, you know? It'd be Absolutely something like not. that. And exactly, but that that'd be the kind of a uh, of a uh, deal that would have to be worked out. I mean, it'd be heavy. It'd be heavy. I'm it'd be great to have Johnny hockey with the Habs. You know, he's a the kid the kid's talented, scoring winger type of guy. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody that the Habs really need. But at the same time, um, after all of the uh, work over the summer, whew, I feel like we're set. I yeah. think it's a very solid lineup. Now, granted, I'm not expecting magic this year, but it's still there's a, a lot more foundation. A lot more holes are filled than they were in previous years. Oh, yeah. What I say. Starting in net. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a yes, lot of fun watching them. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you give anybody up, Beth? Um, no. No? no me neither. I, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoy watching Johnny Gaudreau play hockey. but And, like, it'd be great to have him on the Habs. But um, I'm not. There's nobody that we that we'd have to give up that I'd be willing to give up. I've liked that these decisions don't belong to me either. And I'm not so invested in sort of, you know, the fantasy management of the team. You know, if, if there were a scenario where something were to happen, I'd go, yeah, great. Yeah. Welcome, Johnny. Like, if I were Mark Bergman, I'd be stressed out all the time. Yeah. Like, how Very is he stressed. that handsome with such <laughs> a stressful job? Oh, yeah. And let's not forget his, uh, his spread for the uh, one suit. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. Company there. Company. What 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 are those? I don't know all the details. I just saw I the picture. I'm like, oh. I can't Looking. get past the hair. Decent. I, I want to run my fingers. You like it now? I don't like it. It was a little it was a little less voluminous in that photo. And then the photo on his birthday that who posted that? I can't remember. There's a photo of him on his birthday where he was recording outside. The guy, the communications guy from Maybe. the Habs. Maybe, maybe it's him. Um, that like it looked good in that one. It was like it was like caught in the breeze, and he was just relaxing and smiling. Like don't get me wrong, I like his shorter on the sides, longer up top, brushed, combed, what have you, quaffed. <laughs> thing. But the but the way it was done in that photo, the pink suit photo was very nice. I I didn't hate it. I can't nice. get past the hair. We have another question from Emily. At Canadian hi, in Emily. Hi, Emily. And hi, Jeff. Thanks for the question. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, thanks thank for the you, question. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, she, Emily, says, uh, say hockey started back up in October with all the trades and signings that Bergie made up until now. Who would you call up from Laval? Oh, boy. What lines would you make? <laughs> and where in the standings <laughs> do you think the Habs would be at this point be, at this point, based off their playoff performance and new additions? New additions, new addition, new additions. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, um, regardless. Um, so that's um. All right. I'll, I won't go too deep in the lines, but I think keeping Deneau, Gallagher, and Tatar together is gonna be a shutdown line for the Habs. Taking like making them any different wouldn't be the best. But then comes that second line, and man, you got to give to Foley, Suzuki, and uh, Drouin. 
holy crap, Oof. is that going to be a line? Or even Anderson, sorry. Either Tavoli or Anderson, because it kind of depends on how training camp goes and whatnot. If you put anybody with Suzuki and both Anderson and Toffoli, not that they're the same player, but they're just bigger. They're mm-hmm. more physical. You know, they're like bigger versions of Gallagher in a way. Yes. Well, maybe not as tenacious, but I mean, it's just there's there's more to work with. So that would be my one two line or even one A, one B, you know, if you look yeah. at it. Um, let's see what else was going on there. Uh, Habs are making the playoffs next year. Absolutely. I would be I would be shocked if they have trouble barring injuries, you know, because that's always a thing that happens. Um, but as for the situation in Laval, that is a big question mark. Uh, who would be somebody in Laval? Because it's so hard to know who's going to be down there because Fleury? of all. Yeah, Kale Flurry. That's a good yeah, one. Um, we also have um, Otto Leskinen is somebody that I want to see more of. Both mm-hmm. um, both defensemen. He played two games. Otto or Kale? Otto. Yeah, I think. No, Otto... I'm sorry. I'm dumb. That was goal. That was goals. I'm sorry. He oh, played okay. fifty-two games. My bad. No, it's all good. That's all it's good. All good. So, yeah, from yes, Laval, I'm interested in those two uh, kiddos. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's everything off the top of my head that I can think of. Because the Rocket, I have no idea who's going to be on the Rocket next year. Because uh, camp is going to be really the thing yeah, to watch. Exactly. And that's me. That's all I got. For me, for the lines, I'm, I'm excited to see anything, to be honest. I really am excited to see anything. Because we've got so many new guys. And size and sort of like the pieces that we were missing, I'm excited to see anything. And people will be mad, but Dano has to be centering Gallagher and Tatar to start. At least to start. Yeah, breaking that up I don't think is a good idea. No, no. We're going to have so much fun with the rest of the lines. I can't wait. Yeah, Yeah, with that that top line of ours with Dano... It's tried, true, and um, consistent, you know, throughout years. Ever since Tatar came into the Habs, that was it. And they do very, very well. So it would, uh, I would imagine it would take a lot to shake that up for any reason. Yep. What do you think? And then we'll see as the season goes along how it goes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, I. Don't know if it would be able to happen right away, but I, of course, would love to see Noah Jolson come up. Yeah. Um, Jake Evans. And then also um, Kale Fleury, for sure. Uh, lines. I'm really bad with forward lines because, honestly, I'm going to probably get flamed for this. I have a hard time remembering who's a center and who's a winger. So... That's why we're here. <laughs> Asking me to make lines. Well, it's probably gonna be like, I know those are three left wingers. Um, I know exactly. <laughs> I don't. I, I forget who plays on what side. Yeah. So that kind of thing. When it's because putting together the the lines is not my yeah. job. Like defense, even <clears> defense. <throat> and I'm like, oh, that's a those are two right hand. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Whoops. That'd be fun though. Two righties on the same line. Yeah. Because there's a who was it now? One of our. I think it was Toffoli who said he could play wherever. I'll play wherever. Left or right? I'm pretty sure it was to Foley. Yeah, when you're uh, when you're at that level, I mean, 
if you're if you're a righty playing on a left wing, that's kind of natural for say like one timers and whatnot. While if you're it's well okay, it's me speaking from my experience playing. Right. Yeah. It's there are certain uh, combinations when it, cam- it comes to what you know whatever uh, dominant hand that they play on dictates what side they're on. Usually, I would venture to say that it's more prevalent on the defensive line because of having the pass back and forth across the blue line to shake up uh, the offense going in and whatnot. If you have alternating, you know, hands on either side of uh, the blue line there, it helps keep the puck moving and doesn't make it awkward for any, for either one of the players. Um, As for the wingers though, it's, I mean, uh, like we already said it before, Who's going to be who's going to perform well at camp and who's going to be able to play with one another? Nick Suzuki is going to know the pass either to the forehand or the backhand of a person, no matter what dominant hand they use on the stick, because he's going to learn how to play, you know, with that with that player. And, uh, you know, vis-a-vis that player is going to know where Suzuki's pass or whatever is going to come from. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to, to go into that. And it's going to be fun to watch. <sighs> Bring back hockey. Yes. And it's up and to us. We have one more question, but this is it's a huge question. It's like a five parter. <laughs> is this one part is the one from Mark? Yeah, this is the one from uh, Mark Eat Mark, our good old uh, graphics guy. Our graphics designer. Let's tackle I, let's tackle hire at least him. one. Okay. We're gonna okay, so it's an FMK, a um uh <laughs> I uh, forget what that stands for. Love, we'll do love, Mary kill. kill. <laughs> oh, I see, Mary. That was the M one. I've got a mental block when it comes to Mary. Okay. Um, this doesn't uh, work for me, but uh, I'll play <laughs> Vegas, it you can do it. Oh yeah, I can. Just okay. So let's pick one category. Should we just go with management? Yes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> or, should, or should we go with forwards? <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> Okay, we got to pick one though. Oh. Or should we okay. do a defense? Uh oh. Oh no. Oh my lord. That'll be fun. All right, let's do forwards. Okay. 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 So between Byron, Kupka, Niemi, and Deneau, who oh would you God. FMK? I'll start. I'm removing um, myself from this. He's this, he's my son's age. Ah oh, shit. See, this is why we can't do this. Okay, we're gonna do management. Bergevin, Muller, or Ducharme? <laughs> okay. FMK. <laughs> oh no! I'll go. I'm okay. ready. Okay, that's easy. All right, <laughs> we're gonna f do charm. Bam. <laughs> Mary Bergevin and Kill Muller. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was kind of I was kind of leaning in that direction too with this one. Okay. I'm sorry, Kirk Muller, but the daggone power play. The daggone power play, which I'm, might be better next it, next season. It could be, but if it's not, I'm I'm going to write. Of strongly worded letter and put it on the front page of La Presse. Just take, just buy a whole page out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here are my Canadian dollars. Remember that one? <laughs> oh my God. Your no. turn, Veronica. FMK. Bertie I'm gonna Mulford kill Star. Kirk Muller. Oh damn. And I'm against marriage, and I'm taken, so I don't do the other thing with anybody else, and that's where I'm just gonna leave that. These are rhetoricals. Kirk Muller dead. <laughs> Man, sorry, Captain Kirk. You got the, the 
Short end of the <laughs> poor stick Kirk, here. Poor Captain Kirk. I uh, I met the man. I shook his hand. Man. I know. He's so nice. Oh, he is so nice. He's really great. His sister's great, too. Now he's dead three times. And now he's been killed. Three times. <laughs> Stop it. He's already dead. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was Beth in the uh, lobby with the stick. With <laughs> the hockey stick. <laughs> How about that? That's terrible. C'est terrible. C'est très mauvais. Oh my God! What a what bad news. But those are all the questions. Thank you for the people that Wait, put in questions. Were only killing day? What's that was that? great. You're only killing. Oh yeah. 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 What about you, Dave? It's a hypothetical. Yeah, I, I, already, I already said I was I was pretty much doing exactly what uh what Beth was doing. Oh okay. Kill oh, Muller, okay. F. Ducharme, Barry Berge. Who okay. wouldn't? It's a win exactly. <laughs> It's so many wins. Easily. Jeez. All right. Oh, we are God. coming on the end of our time, unfortunately. Thanks, everybody, for your question. Thanks, we everybody. We meant to ask the question earlier and kind of didn't. So that was awesome. Yeah, that was <laughs> you guys <laughs> came through. Oh, wow. oh man. Right. Oh, man. Okay, now, everyone, uh, so um, as a, you know, as a party oh, for the night, uh, remember to uh, get your landscaping done at Four Seasons. Oh, <laughs> my God. In, um, and what's Philadelphia. What's that? In West Philadelphia. Mm. Um, it was my little girl's birthday on Saturday. So I just wanted <gasps> happy to say birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sophia. Related to my 18-year-old child. Oh, my gosh. Sophia. I know. Happy with an F. With an F. That's Jesus. the only way to spell it. <sighs> yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. little girl. Birthday. Good did you have a good day? Yeah. Yes, she did. Good. Of course yeah. she did. She did. It was nice. And we hung out and um, we went on a drive and went and looked at big houses just for fun. That was fun. Really? Yeah. yeah. Feeds cool. into your, uh, recurring dream. Ha-ha! No, none of these houses look like that house. Oh. But they're like these big, impossibly big houses. Some of them look like hotels. It's ridiculous. Jeez. Oh. And like we're looking and, and we're like, neither of us know anybody who lives in anything remotely like this. But that was fun, just driving around looking at big houses. Good. Yeah. Glad Happy birthday, you. little girl. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Sophia. Happy Um. If anybody needs any delight in their life, you should follow Kevin Lynch on Instagram. He's at Kevin Lyn14. He was he spent last season with the Rocket. He's just a cool dude. He's a girl dad. He owns um, a restaurant in Indiana. Wow. Um, with a mini, it has a miniature golf course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm so still- he's just he's just a cool dude. A wholesome dude. Has fun playing hockey. Being a dad, I hope he gets um, a contact. He's not a very good center, but we love him anyway. Nice. I have a very good follow on Instagram, but I can't find him right now, and I don't know what his name is. But he's not wholesome. Oh. Oh, really? Not wholesome. Probably. And me. he's basically just basically <laughs> just makes posts about um, the royal children. Oh. And like you know, he ascribes captions to their thoughts, and it <laughs> is f-ing hilarious. If, if I find it, I'll, I'll let everybody know. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. And of course, they don't sort these things. I hate the way they. Anyway. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. 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 bye, 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 bye.